Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View. I hope you had a great weekend. It's good to see you here on Coast View this morning. We're the show that celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi a better place to live, work, and play. And for that matter, a, you know, help build a better Mississippi. You know, if you're a regular listener to the to the show, you know, I have a passion for music. I grew up in a music family. My mom was a was a piano teacher at some point, and I learned to bang on the piano. I'm not a good piano player, but I can play blues pretty good. But I played drums. I played drums uh, all the way through school and then after school and still bang on them a little bit today. I'm looking over at my drumsticks as we speak. And when I was the publisher in New Orleans at the Times Picayune and NOLA.com, I enjoyed keeping my little practice pad and my drumsticks up on my desk. Actually, it was my, my, my meeting table. When, when leaders would come in or advertisers or customers would come in and meet, um, it was interesting the way that the drumsticks would start a conversation. You know, often I would learn they're a guitar player, they write music, or they play piano. And music really is this thing that brings us all together. And as you know from my my uh, you know my extensive conversation with Steve Azar, the music and cultural ambassador for the state, he's a songwriter from from uh, Greenville who went to Nashville and had a great career and came back to to Greenville, continues to do amazing work in this area. That you know Mississippi is in a unique. Place place as from a historical perspective uh, uh, across so many genres and and I think that you know the fact that we're the the you know the birthplace of blues and rock and roll and country music and I could go on and on we have uh, we have a, a stake to claim and and so keeping that history keeping that sort of phenomena around songwriting front and center is really important to me and uh, I'm looking forward to this next conversation. I, I want to invite my friend Scott Strat- Stratner, who's a founding member and part of a 13-member board for the Mississippi Songwriters Alliance and Festival. And he and I are going to chat for just a few minutes about the, the latest going on there, sort of what got him into this. And we'll just kind of continue this part of the conversation. But anyway, good morning. How you doing, Scott? I'm great. Thank you for having us. We, uh, we've been a fan of yours. Andy Dalgo is a friend of yours. I've uh, known you. For a few years from uh, uh, the Dalgos there, he's on our board of directors, so we're uh, very proud to be here talking and sharing with you today some of the things that we get to do. I, I think the world of the Dalgo family, it's great to mention that name. Uh, I, I, I used to see him in the soccer world from time to time, and uh, and when I was at the Sun-Herald, obviously, watched the, watched the Dalgo family very closely, so you know, thanks for mentioning his name, and shout out to Andy for sure. Uh, so, Scott, where do you come from? Tell me your story. So um, I was raised right here in South Mississippi. I graduated uh, East Central in, in 88. Uh, and uh, my buddy, George Cumbus, um, he graduated East Central too. And to be honest with you, we weren't really uh, friends in school a whole lot. He was a year apart. Uh, but as we got older, I was working for uh, Clear Channel Radio or K99 or iHeart or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it changed names many times. But I did that for many years with Mr. Reggie Bates. I was my general manager there, uh, which you know Reggie, uh, the late, great Reggie Bates, by the way. Um, but anyway, he was my mentor there and got me into this, the marketing and advertising. And George and I started to do um, charity events together. And so our first one was just amazing uh, with um, 
at uh, Little River Marina and Frankie Brown. It was an am- amazing success. First time we ever did anything like that. So we did a Jeff Bates concert, and we did, I think, midget wrestling uh, <laughs> and different events for charities and events throughout the, the community. And eventually, George brought Tommy Barnes from Tupelo, Mississippi, uh, to a meeting with he and I, and we uh, concocted the idea of the Mississippi Songwriters Festival. And um, it's, it's history from there, as they say, 13 years ago. Actually started in McAllister's in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. So yeah. that's where we were born. Well, that, that's really cool. So we'll come back to the festival here in just a second. But it, you know, it is really. You heard how I said this at the beginning. We have a lot of a lot of claims to stake here in, in Mississippi, yeah. but that history is real. And even today, the number of songwriters that emerge and, and contribute not just to Mississippi but across the United States and around the world, for that matter, is but very I'm, significant, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really is. Um, just the people that we call close friends in our songwriter family from here in Mississippi, uh, the, the numbers just, it, it's incredible the amount of successful songwriters that are on the national stage. Uh, the Myrick family from Jackson County, Danny and, and Robbie are great songwriters. Of course, Danny's made a profession out in Nashville. Um, Brent Anderson from Pascagoula uh, played with um, uh, Brad Paisley for years. I mean, people that, you know, average everyday people don't necessarily know uh, their history and their story and their contribution to the music world. Uh, that's what we get to celebrate. And there's so many from Mississippi. It's, it's uh, a really, really rich culture when it comes to songwriting and the blues. Uh, Mark Massey, Mark Muleman Massey, uh, you know, from up in the Delta, great, great blues artist. Uh, and the list just goes on and on in, in the different genres of music and the performances. You know, Kingfish, I, you know, think about yeah. Kingfish. And oh. It's interesting when you look at people like him, and there are many others, the scene and the, the blue scene in Mississippi, which is internationally known, I, I, I've had conversations, for example, when you go to um, Ground Zero in Clarksdale, at any given time, 50% of the people there might not be from America. They probably are from Europe or Australia or from lots of different places. When someone like Kingfish, for example, goes over to Europe, he's like really, really popular. <laughs> I mean, the blues artists that go on that tour are very, very significant. And uh, so when they come back to Mississippi, I, I think to some extent we kind of take them for granted, don't don't you think? Yeah, we do because they're, they're homegrown to us. And uh, it's something that I guess we are probably more privy to, I guess, than the rest of the world on a regular basis uh, because we can go next door and, and enjoy the blues basically uh, here in Mississippi. And you're right. When they go to Europe, and we've been up there, I, that's a, I've had the exact same experience you described. We went into Reds one night, and there was probably 15 people in there. Five of us were together, and the other 10 were from, from Sweden. So, um, you know, and, and that segue, we're, we're about to do a Swedish exchange uh, program with songwriters uh, this year, too. Something else we're working on. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, the international uh, songwriting uh, community really converges on Mississippi just for the blues. And they've done a great job of that. Steve, Steve Azar did a documentary. It's called Something in the Water. And, you know, say, saying there's something in the water in the Delta that just breeds these, these, these incredible artists. But what it's about is actually B.B. King's guys and uh, one of Elvis's guys and a group of them came together and they cut an they cut a, a album. And they did it from the, uh, from the uh, 
Uh, what's the name of the really famous juke joint in Indianola? It's BB King's place where he where he went, and, and the BB King Museum is next door. Right, anyway, right, right. but they they did the documentary there, and it's just an awesome documentary. And and throughout it, you get a sense of the importance of the culture and the way we're doing. We're passing the baton to this younger crowd, what which is incredibly important. Um, but but if you haven't seen it, something in the water, you can see it on it for free. It's on YouTube, and it's terrific. I mean, it's really terrific. It's the story of Steve coming together. Incidentally, many of those guys actually ended up working with Steve on his song, One Mississippi, mm-hmm. which is the theme song for Super Talk Outdoors, my Monday show that's on the Super Talk Network, and is now the state song for the state of Mississippi. So, Absolutely. you know, well, again, once again, a Mississippi songwriter doing amazing things. Um, so what is, you know, besides the festival, what's the goal of your group? So our main goal when we first started was to bring Nashville and L.A. and New York closer to Mississippi because you got to have an avenue. No matter what your talent is, you have to have an avenue to get it out there to the world. So knowing the ins and outs of that, being exposed to the professionals, um, becoming a better songwriter uh, in, in the professional uh, limelight. That's one of the main things that we do through education, outreach, uh, and then the festival itself and bringing that together. Music education is the second. Um, and we have to develop and cultivate that musical heritage here in Mississippi uh, that's so rich. So that's one of our main goals through education throughout the state and the different programs that we um, not only sponsor, support, and uh, create, and then also tourism to bring Mississippi's gifts to the rest of the country and to offer them the opportunity to see what we give and what we can offer here in Mississippi. Uh, that's so, why we started the Mississippi Songwriters Hall of Fame, and that's why we work so hard to promote the festival. Well, you, uh, you were one of the founding board members. Again, it's a 13-member board, but I think the organization was founded back in 2010. What keeps you going? What, what keeps you engaged in this effort? I mean, it's that magic moment. You know, you catch that magic moment every so often. It may be a regional songwriter or a pro songwriter, or it may just be a local songwriter. And there are magic moments that literally capture your emotions and your joy, and you're able to immerse yourself into that songwriting. And those magic moments bring you from year to year and create the drive and the excitement and makes you want to keep going. It is uh, something about songwriting, pouring your heart into music that really is inspiring in a lot of ways you never know where it's coming from either i i, I get it i i get it completely I've, in fact the last couple of years i've joined steve up in leland mississippi for what is called the mockingbird songwriters festival you probably know about it and uh, and to hear those songwriters, I mean, I, I think at one point fifty number one hits or top 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 ten hits were represented there. To hear the songwriters play a mu- the music of really famous songs and tell you the story behind the song is it's it's really electric, and it's and it's mag- magnetic for sure. Hey, when we come back, we'll f- we'll f- uh, continue the conversation with Scott Stratner and uh, talk about some upcoming festivals, etc. So we'll see you after this break. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say Alexa. Open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coast You. We're having a conversation with uh, Scott Stratner. He's a founding member of a 13-member board uh, for the Mississippi Songwriters Alliance and Festival. And we spent the first half talking about you know, why he's been so passionate about this whole notion and what the goals of the organization are and all of that. Uh, before we move to the festival, anything else you want to point out uh, before we talk about specifically about the festival? Yeah, um, one thing that we've been very blessed is our partnership with the city of Gauthier. Um Gauthier is building the amphitheater there um, in the old mall property, behind the old mall property. And the state has been working with us, and we're going to build a 10,000-square-foot Mississippi Songwriters Hall of Fame there. And we also are laying the groundwork for a um, special needs playground that will be music-themed right outside the Hall of Fame as well. So we've got a lot of fun stuff going on, going on, including this is our 13th year of the Songwriters Festival. So uh, we, we, we're having a lot of fun. Well, Scott, that's great to hear. You know, I, I mentioned Kingfish a few minutes ago, but I'll tell you the rest of his story if you don't know it. I mean, you probably do know it, but maybe the people listening don't. He's uh, a young guy. My guess is 21 now. Um, he's been on the music scene since his teens. He was actually discovered at the Delta um, Blues uh, museum you know kids would come there and they had programs to engage kids and whatever so the opportunity to have a songwriters hall of fame and also have community outreach where you introduce songwriters to young people and whatever there is really no telling what will happen in terms of the transfer of inspiration and and the creation of uh, uh, future songwriters i bet that's part of the goal isn't it Oh, absolutely. I, there's no doubt that the youth is, is one of our biggest uh, focuses. Um, well, Brent McLaughlin, his, his mother is a teacher at St. Martin High School, and he's written songs, number one songs for Selena Gomez and, and Taylor Swift and things like that. And he grew up in, you know, the, in the county area in, 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 in Jackson County. So, yeah. uh, and, you know, he's an international songwriter, moved from L.A. to Nashville just so he could write with Taylor Swift. So he's... You know, th those type of stories are just never-ending. It's, it's amazing the things that are out there that, that come from things like this. Well, I can assure you that Three Doors Down and Brad right. <laughs> will have a place in that Hall of Fame, I'm sure, at some point. The right. fact that he wrote Kryptonite and other incredible songs that have been viewed you know, tens of millions of times on YouTube yeah. when he was in his algebra class <laughs> in school is incredible really i mean yeah. you know i mean the inspiration comes in places you would never expect and at some in some cases young people 15 16 years old doing incredible stuff what a great story and just another mississippi song uh story well, uh, and of course the inductee in the hall of fame paul overstreet from bankley there's another so he was the very first person we inducted in the hall of fame because of his contributions to songwriting here on the gulf coast so uh, it's another great story right out of our own backyard what a great example i mean i mean look at the number of songs that paul overstreet has contributed uh, to the world <laughs> it's incredible right. isn't it it really is he, and he's such a phenomenal person too just amazing we we brought him to the capitol a couple of years ago and he's just so gracious in, in the things that he was able to do with us and for us and at the capitol and he's just a uh, an amazing uh, person and we're very proud to call him our person up to the end of the hall of fame and then you can't help but think about Jimmy Buffett and his connection yeah. to Jackson County. And I mean, there's so many great, I mean, there really are. I mean, if we, it would take several shows to go through all of them and tell their stories. They, they, well, it's so unique. Craig Wiseman is probably the superhero of all songwriters. And nobody even really realizes that, uh, but he's, 
probably the, one of the most prolific songwriters in music history uh, from Hattiesburg. We, we were able to accept him into our Hall of Fame last year. Uh, so it, it, we can go on and on and on and on. It, it, it's amazing. <laughs> so let, let's, in the short time we have left, tell me about the festival. So the third Thursday of every month, we do a live show at the Mary C. O'Keefe Cultural Center. We've been, we just finished our 73rd show, Ty Taylor, uh, was our artist there. Dave Pahanish will be next month. Um, but on that third Thursday in September, we start the Mississippi Songwriters Festival. And that's, uh, it'll be kicked off with our Hall of Fame show. And then we'll do a kickoff party at Neon Moon after that. And then on Saturday, I'm, I'm sorry, on Friday uh, in the evening, we launch 10 venues live with songwriters across the Gulf Coast in 10 different venues simultaneously. And then we play throughout that night. The next morning, we get up and we do uh, songwriters clinics and classrooms. And we have another great Mississippi native. Uh, Clay Mills will be coming down from Nashville. Um, he's uh, one of the founders of Songtown USA. And he'll be teaching classes on Saturday. Then we roll over into a youth showcase. And then, again, 10 venues Saturday night. And we'll finish that night up. And then on Sunday, we'll have at Murky Waters, our, uh, our, well, our youth showcase is at Murky Waters on Saturday afternoon. And then our finale, we'll have a four to six hour finale concert, nothing but professional songwriters. All of it's free to the public. And we'll be wrapping up at Murky Waters again this year on Sunday. Scott, that just kind of rolled off your tongue with the reality. Of that's, that's a pretty, that's a pretty ambitious undertaking. Uh, that's what they tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, it's really exciting. You know, one of the things that occurred to me, several, several of these names that you mentioned, and we're coming to the end, unfortunately, but these are people that I should have on on Koshi. I should I should sure. I should tell their stories. And some names I know, some I don't know. But you know how to Cami Martin, who reached out to you to help set that up. I'll yes, let Cami know that you're going to get back to her. But I'd love for you and Cami to coordinate uh, getting some of these people to appear on Koshi, so I can tell their stories. This is what this show is all about. And it, you know, I look forward to a long relationship with you as we yeah. as we do that. We love it. We love yeah. Well, this has been Scott, Scott Stratner. We've been talking about the Songwriters Alliance in Mississippi and the festival, the massive undertaking that they're going to be involved in here soon. It's been a pleasure, my friend. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.